This is IndyCar Weekly. IndyCar Weekly is brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of IndyCar and the Indianapolis 500. The National Guard, find your path to honor in the Guard. Peak Motor Oil, when you peak, you win. By Honda Generator, the preferred portable generator of the IZOD IndyCar Series. Henchman Racewear, Henchman, the pioneer in driver suit technology. Find us at henchmanracewear.com. And by the Indy Racing Experience. Get details on the experience of a lifetime at IndyRacingExperience.com. Will road rage be an issue this weekend at Edmonton? Can power gain ground on the seemingly invincible Franchitti? Does Elio still think last year's winner's trophy belongs to him? We'll get you set for the 10th round of the IZOD IndyCar Series Championship fight next on IndyCar Weekly. What's it like to drive an IndyCar at the famed Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Now the Indy Racing Experience can put you in the driver's seat. That's right, you can drive a real IndyCar at the world's greatest race course. Packages start at under $400, but hurry, sessions are selling out fast. Call 1-888-357-5002 or go online to IndyRacingExperience.com. You driving a real IndyCar, call 1-888-357-5002 now. If you know passion, you know my name. If the roar of a race car gives you goosebumps, you know my name. If you believe that no one ever remembers who comes in second, you know my name. If you're into checkered flags, chugging milk, and burning rubber, you know my name. You know my name because I've been here from the very beginning. As vital today as I was over 100 years ago, I'm a powerhouse. I am a running wide open with no finish line in sight. I'm the fire that never goes out. You know my name. I am then, I am now, I am forever. I am Firestone, and I am proud. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. If your car is less than 10 years old and has less than 100,000 miles on it, your car will eventually break down and you'll need to go to your local repair shop. And we all know dealing with these guys can be very expensive. A new transmission could cost over $3,000. A new engine more than $3,500. New air conditioning can cost over $1,700. And a new water pump more than $600. You need to call the Auto Protection Network. We're like insurance to protect protect the inside of your car. We'll save you thousands on costly repair bills. Don't let your car break down without a warranty. Protect yourself from expensive repair bills. If your car has less than 100,000 miles on it and it's less than 10 years old, call today for a free customized quote. 800-731-1243. 800-731-1243. That's 800-731-1243. This is Will Power, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. Well, make no mistake about it, Will Power still plenty upset about the Toronto race that was run a week and a half back, and you've got to wonder if he's going to be able to make that anger work to his advantage this weekend at a reconfigured course at 
Edmonton City Center Airport. He was on the podium last year. Let's face it, it's go time for power if he's going to make a run at Dario Franchitti for that IndyCar Series title because the Scotsman has already stacked up a 55-point advantage. He only seems to get stronger down the stretch. Scott Dixon, by the way, is going to start this race weekend, third in points, but he's 83 back. You might remember the 2010 Edmonton event as the race that prompted Elio Castroneves to show us his feisty side. He's going to join me this week to take a look back at that momentous race. J.R. Hildebrand, he's also going to be here. The Rookie of the Year leader talks about bouncing back after Indy. And in Indy Lights, Edmonton will be huge where the title chase is concerned with not one but two races set to be contested this weekend. Toronto winner Stefan Wilson, he's going to stop by to talk about his first career win and the new Edmonton layout. That's all next on IndyCar Weekly. Danica Patrick, IndyCar race winner. People often ask what it takes to get under my hood. Very simple. Trust and performance. That's why only Peak Performance Motor Oil touches my car. One of the most trusted names in automotive brings you a complete line of premium motor oils. Made with the same commitment to protection and performance, Peak built its reputation on. And Peak is tough enough to be the official motor oil of the IndyCar Series. When you peak, you win. Available at Advanced Auto Parts. Elise, come on, it's game day. You've got all weekend to study. Jen, this has nothing to do with studying. I've got to work. The way the economy is, I figure I'll be working for the next century just to pay off these student loans. Well, you know... I know, I know. You joined the National Guard, so your college is completely paid for. Yes, you've mentioned it a couple thousand times. The National Guard scholarship covers up to 100% of your tuition. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. I'm Charlie Kimball. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. Attention business owners and individuals who owe the IRS. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? You need aggressive representation. Call Certified Tax Now and speak to one of our tax attorneys, enrolled agents, or tax professionals who specialize in tax liens, back taxes, tax debt, wage garnishment, and collections. We won't waste a minute helping you with your tax problems. We'll be on the phone with the IRS within 30 minutes of you becoming a client. We've settled millions of dollars of tax issues for a fraction of the cost. Find the peace of mind knowing the IRS will not be knocked on your door. Protect your home, business, and family today. We know the tax laws, and we act fast. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. We'll be on the phone with the IRS within 30 minutes of you becoming a client. That's guaranteed. Call now, 1-800-581-8502. That's 1-800-581-8502. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call now. 1-800-581-8502. That's 1-800-581-8502. I'm Simona Di Silvestro, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. Visit ShopHonda.com, enter to start an IndyCar race in a two-seater with an Indy champ like Mario Andretti. Official rules at ShopHonda.com ends 8-9-9-11. No purchase is necessary. It's IndyCar Weekly. I'm Mike King. Great to have you with us this week as we get set to head to uh, beautiful Alberta, Edmonton, to be exact. Uh, Always great crowds at this racetrack. Going to be a little cooler than uh, what we've experienced the last few years. And uh, here to talk with me about it uh, is Stefan Wilson. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, Mike. Absolutely. Good to to Uh, see you. No, the uh, the track at Edmonton looks like it's going to be a little bit different from 
the usual layout. Um, it's got some interesting corners in there, quite a, a few tight hairpins. It's going to provide some great overtaking areas um, and some high-speed corners as well. So there's going to be a lot to look out for there, and it's going to be a real challenge for, for the drivers and for the teams to get the setup right. And racing not once but twice. A doubleheader weekend. This second Firestone Indy Lights event was added at Edmonton just uh, a few weeks ago. So you're going to go Saturday afternoon and early Sunday morning. That's right, yeah. There's a lot on the line this weekend, you know, 100 points to offer. I almost wish they'd had the doubleheader at uh, Toronto. That would have been nice. (laughs) Speaking of Toronto, uh, congratulations. You know, any time a driver wins, it's special. But, boy, when you win for the first time, you, of course, you've been on the show uh, on several occasions. A lot of the time we've spent talking uh, with you about the fact that your your big brother, Justin, is a, a driver in the IndyCar series and that relationship and those sorts of things. This one's all about you. And, and winning at Toronto was huge. You had a great race car. Unfortunately, the race ended under yellow after Duarte Ferreira really tried to knock the wall down there in turn number eight. But you were the right guy to win. You had the the best car. You, you were the best on the day, and you were well-deserving. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was a great weekend for us. I mean, uh, when I look back, we we did everything right. The team was so good at everything they did. Um, they made the right calls and the right decisions, and, you know, nothing fell off the car. So, I mean, um, the team did an outstanding job. At what point during that race did you realize, I'm good enough to win this one? Um, I don't think probably crossing the line, you know. I mean, uh, well... Earlier in the race, I knew that I'd got a good shot. I mean, going into the weekend, I knew I had a good shot. I've always gone well at Toronto. It's a track that I really like. It's a city I really like. And I knew that uh, we had a good chance if we could just get the uh, the car right. Um, you know, fortunately, when we rolled the car off the trailer, it was, it was good straight out of the box. I mean, um, you know, we just did, modified it a little bit and just kept on tweaking it and really found a sweet spot that really worked for us. I mean, we had the pole position and the qualifying before it got taken away from us. But, you know... Uh, you know the car was fast and you know really in that race it was quite quite a challenge i mean it was 50 laps uh, 45 laps and physical course very physical yeah it was very humid that day so it was just very um it was very cardiovascularly challenging for for your driver and um not just me but a lot of other drivers as well getting out of the car pretty pretty uh, dizzy so you know it was um halfway through the race it started to rain actually i got into the lead and led for about 10 laps and it started to flood up with rain and i could see it on my it visor. just kind of spitting a little bit yeah, yeah and i was i was really nervous then i was like oh man i really trusted me to me out, out in the lead of the race and it started to rain um i didn't want to make any mistakes and you know if it started to rain heavier so i was kind of cautious for a few laps while th- those rain drops were on my on my visor and then uh decided that i was just going to carry on pushing and push it hard and had confidence that my car was was handling pretty well that i could i could make um allowances for, for the rain so um at that point i was i was more concerned about leading as most most like as many laps as i could and uh you know for the race to carry on going because i wanted to get the extra two bonus points and that was that was important for me um just to make sure i got a good points haul at toronto stefan wilson drives for andretti autosport in the firestone indy light series and uh, picks up his first career win uh just about a week and a half ago uh, on the streets of toronto a uh, big win indeed uh, like we we mentioned anytime you're at the top step of the podium and either lights or indy car it's a big day but uh, for stefan the 24th time was the charm was there a point Stefan where you started thinking man this isn't going to happen you know this this is as we mentioned your 24th career start you had been in the series not full-time but parts of previous two seasons and you had been close you know we talked uh, with you after Barber here you were running right on Victor Garcia's tail for 40 laps trying to find a way around him it didn't happen I mean 
how frustrating to, to not get that win when you feel like you're right on the cusp of winning a race? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely a relief to get that first win. You know, it's just, uh, it feels so good, especially at Toronto. I mean, my brother won his first North American race um, in Toronto yep. six years ago to the day. So to the day I won. So um, that How was cool pretty special. cool is that? Very, very special. Yeah. I mean, it was just great to have Justin there as well. I mean, Justin watched the whole race and he was excited as I was. He uh, came up to me after the race and uh, gave me a big pat on the back. Hello, everybody. I'm three-time IZOD IndyCar Series champion Dario Franchitti here with today's guest, Bob. Bob, you're a big eyes out IndyCar Series fan. What can IndyCar Nation do for you? Driver autographs. Yeah, we can oh. do that. VIP access during race weekends. That's easy. Oh. Exclusive web video for real IndyCar fans. Not a problem. Oh. Can I have your helmet? Join IndyCar Nation for free today by texting IndyCar and your email address to 88769. Give me back my helmet, Bob. Oh, man. On October 16, 2011, what happens in Vegas will be witnessed around the world. The fastest, most versatile drivers on the planet go all in for one race and the chance to be named champion. Already a fan? Your paid ticket to any IZOD IndyCar Series race this season gets you a ticket to see the World Championship in Las Vegas for free. Find out more at IndyCarWorldChampionships.com or call 866-IndyCar. Real driver, real race car, real fast. See you in Vegas. This is Danica Patrick. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. These days, you can't afford to be wasting time or money, especially in business. That's why I stopped going to the post office and started using Stamps.com. Now, I print real U.S. postage for all my letters and packages using just my computer and printer. And now you can start saving time and money, too. Just go to 27Stamps.com, and you'll get a no-risk four-week trial plus a $100 bonus offer, including free postage at 27Stamps.com. Medicare Diabetic. Hello, I'm a diabetic with insurance. Medicare Diabetic is offering diabetics at no cost a multilingual talking, pain-free test meter. Call, qualify, and receive as a bonus a blood pressure monitor absolutely free. If you have Medicare or insurance, Medicare Diabetic may send both your monitors and test supplies directly to your home at no cost. Insulin and syringes are available as well. Copay and deductibles may apply. Call 800-215-9265. That's 800-215-9265. I'm Takuma Sato, and you're listening to the IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. I'm betting Taku is celebrating after the ladies from Japan won the Women's World Cup over the United States. We'll be talking to Taku, scheduled to talk to Taku next week here on IndyCar Weekly. Mike King with you. This weekend it's Edmonton. Big race weekend for sure. Always great crowds up there in Alberta. Hope you're going to be joining us. Uh, Of course, uh, this Saturday afternoon will be the first of two Firestone Indy Lights events. Uh, the first uh, race comes your way at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by IZOD IndyCar Series qualifying. And then uh, the Firestone Indy Lights drivers back on track Sunday morning, or actually early Sunday afternoon, 12.15 Eastern Time, uh, for race number two. And you can hear that one uh, on uh, IndyCar.com. Uh, Airtime for the Eyeside IndyCar Series, Edmonton Indy, Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Hope you're going to join us. We've got Stefan Wilson for another couple of minutes, driver of the Andretti Autosport number 5 Firestone Indy Lights entry, the winner at Toronto, first career win in the series 
for uh, Stefan, so there's no reason to think that uh, he can't uh, double up this weekend at Edmonton. And uh, you say you don't like to think about points. I'm going to force you uh, a little bit here. You, you made a nice jump in terms of, of the championship. You're 46 points back. Joseph Newgarden had his problems at Toronto and, and winds up finishing eighth. You win the race. You're third in the championship, only eight points behind Esteban Guerrieri, who is second, and you close within 46 of Joseph Newgarden. Now, you say, look, I don't want to talk about the points. I want to think about the points. But you still, what do you, just go into Edmonton thinking, boys, let's just win both of these, and the points will take care of themselves. Yeah, pretty much. That's all I like to think about it. I mean, it's a lot easier said than done. But, yeah, the points, uh, you know, since Milwaukee and Iowa, we had two bad weekends there, and uh, that cost us a lot of points in the championship. Um, that really kind of took us out of it. And uh, at one point, you know, going into Toronto, just thinking, you know, let's just go and win this race. And, you know, the points, you know, we're kind of out the points race. But, you know. Really? Uh, you really thought that? I mean, I did kind you, of that was so. the I mindset? Mean, we were almost, we we're 74 points back, right. which is a long way. And, um, you know, I knew we were, we were competitive on the road courses, definitely. And I didn't doubt myself, my own ability to, to race on the ovals. And, you know, Andretti Autosport have had some good cars on the ovals. But for whatever reason, it just hasn't gelled this year. And, um, you know, Indy was good. I feel like we were in a good position to, to win that race until it ended under caution for the last 10 laps. But, right. Um, you know, Milwaukee and I, were, we, were, we were not performing. You know, our performance wasn't that, what, what it should have been. So, um, you know... It was nice to uh, Toronto was good. It gives us a big boost of momentum going into Edmonton, and really just got to see how this weekend goes. If we if we can get some good uh, good finishes in in Edmonton, and uh, you know close up that points gap a little bit more, then it's time to start thinking about the points again. But until uh, you know, we'll, we'll get past Edmonton and try yeah before we before we start really thinking so, about so it. So so basically, what you're saying to me is talk to me after this weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, you know it's uh you know kind of takes the pressure off i just got to focus on doing the best i can in the races and like you said the the, the points will take care of themselves okay uh another minute or two with uh with stefan wilson uh firestone indy lights he'll be uh competing this weekend at edmonton and not one but two uh lights races we've got the, the course layout here it's radically different from from what the course had been on the airport city center airport in edmonton 13 turns almost two and a half miles in length uh, it's going to be a 40-lap race for you guys. You guys will have uh, a pair of 40-lappers. Uh, give me your thoughts, though, on this place, and will we see considerably more passing or at least opportunities to pass on this layout? I believe so, yeah. I mean, looking at the track layout, it looks very, very interesting. Uh, you know, as a driver standpoint, there's a lot of overtaking zones. The uh, There's only about five turns that are the same as last year, which is, is good to have some of that those turns that were actually one of the, some of the best turns on on the old track um and, and you know we got two happens that uh really you know the one happen at the end there the turn turn 13 it's as tight yeah, as leading long back beach. onto the front straight yeah. it's as tight as long beach happened so you know we're gonna have um and, and the good thing about that is you have a long straight leading into a that massive straightaway so i mean on the brakes there is going to be very very important to get your car working on the brakes ends um and the, you're going to see some passing you know um, not just in the lights, but in IndyCar too, especially with the push, push to pass and with 26 cars racing, you know, um, 
there's going to be some. It's going to be an interesting race. That, that is Stefan Wilson. Uh, you'll be able to uh, to catch him on versus this uh, Saturday afternoon as uh, we go on air at four o'clock Eastern time. You'll be able to see uh, Firestone Indy Lights race number one. He, of course, all of his fellow competitors as he is now looking to chase down Joseph Newgarden and Esteban Guerrieri in the championship. These two races this weekend at Edmonton will certainly uh, be a key uh, in determining that championship race. Elio Castroneves, J.R. Hildebrand, yet to come on IndyCar Weekly. If there's one thing that's made Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course famous over the years, it's IndyCar racing. That's why we couldn't possibly celebrate our 50th season of racing without the fastest drivers in the world. Franchitti, Power, Rahal, Andretti, Castroneves, Kanan. And did we mention Danica? Yep, they're all going to be here. And so should you. It's the IZOD IndyCar Series Honda Indy 200, August 5th through the 7th, only at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. Get your tickets today by calling 800-MID-OHIO or visit midohio.com. Nothing beats the great outdoors and camping, whether you're in a tent, pop-up camper, or RV. There's also nothing like having a convenient power source for everything from coffee makers to cell phone chargers to computers. And that's why Honda Portable Generators are so popular with the camping crowd. Besides being lightweight and durable, Honda Portable Generators are extremely quiet and can run for hours and hours. For tent campers, they give you power anywhere. For RVers, think of them as a supplemental power supply that won't tether you to a hookup or run down your RV's battery. We make portable generators from 1,000 watts all the way up to 6,500 watts, and all of our generators come with a three-year limited warranty. And remember, even when you're not camping, you can use your Honda for everything from tailgating to home backup to working outside. Find out more at Honda.com. Honda, the preferred generator of the IZOD IndyCar Series. This is Marco Andretti. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. If your car is less than 10 years old and has less than 100,000 miles on it, your car will eventually break down and you'll need to go to your local repair shop. And we all know dealing with these guys can be very expensive. A new transmission could cost over $3,000. A new engine more than $3,500. New air conditioning can cost over $1,700. And a new water pump more than $600. You need to call the Auto Protection Network. We're liking to insurance to protect the inside of your car. We'll save you thousands on costly repair bills. Don't let your car break down without a warranty. Protect yourself from expensive repair bills. If your car has less than 100,000 miles on it and it's less than 10 years old, call today for a free, customized quote. 800-731-1243. 800-731-1243. 800-731-1243. That's 800-731-1243. I am Uriel Servia and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. Visit ShopHonda.com, enter to start an IndyCar race in a two-seater with an Indy champ like Mario Andretti. Official rules can be found at ShopHonda.com. Ends 9-9-11 and no purchase is necessary. Mike King with you on IndyCar Weekly. We head to Alberta, second consecutive race for the IndyCar Series in Canada coming on the heels of that great event on the streets of Toronto. We're in Edmonton, Alberta, the Edmonton Indy. Not one, but two Firestone Indy Lights events. Of course, the main event Sunday afternoon, IZOD IndyCar Series. We come on the air at 2 p.m. Eastern Time with all of the action on uh, what is a brand new course. Yeah, we've been to Edmonton before, but we've never raced 
on this course, and it should be very exciting. One driver that we'll certainly be keeping our eye on, he is the Sunoco Rookie Points leader, leads James Hinchcliffe by 45 points, comes on the heels of a solid top 10 finish, eighth, by the way, at Toronto, J.R. Hildebrand. J.R., how are you? Yeah, not too bad, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. It's uh, it's good to have you. Uh, first off, um, uh, very quickly to touch on this, uh, your team surprising you with uh, a nice little gift for your second-place finish in the <laughs> Indianapolis 500 uh, just a couple of days ago. You want to tell everybody about it? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I couldn't have been more shocked about the whole situation, but, uh, you know, they, my team owner, John Barnes, had kind of told me over the weekend, you know, he wanted to wanted to get together, you know, after the weekend to kind of talk about, you know, how things were going up until this point and talk about Edmonton, you know, get together with the team guys a little bit and just have a little chit-chat. So, um, you know, I came into the came into the office on Wednesday this week not really knowing, you know, is this going to be like an angry meeting or, you know, kind of we got to get our act together type of thing or, or what's going on. Um, they roll up the, you know, garage door and uh, in comes this, you know, bright red, 66 Chevelle, and so it was a, you know, just this, oh my god, this is a 66 Chevelle, oh my god, this is a, like, super nice 66 Chevelle, and it, you know, keeps rolling in, and it's like, holy cow, you know, this is like one of the nicest cars I've ever seen in my life, you know, let alone that it's my dream car to start with, you know, so uh, just a, a very, obviously an extremely generous and thoughtful gesture on the part of John Barnes and the team, and uh, obviously a, a really cool thing for me to be a part of, too. That, uh, yeah, it, uh, seeing some of the pictures and uh, some of the video from when they presented it to you, when, when uh, you know, and we were all impressed, clearly, with with the way you handled yourself after the disappointment of the 500, but when... When, Jr. did you feel like you were back to yourself? When did this, no, you know, the, the fact that, that you didn't win the race, when did you feel like, you know what, I've put it behind me now? Or have you, or, or are you just really good at being able to compartmentalize situations and, and move on from them? I mean, you know, I think after Indy, you know, I was really, I was forced to confront the situation, you know? And right. so that just in itself, I think, has helped you know, me be able to sort of rationalize what happened and the decisions that I made that were involved and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, And I think just for all of us, you know, myself included, having such a good run in Iowa on a, you know, a tough, another kind of tough oval just a few weeks later, that went a long way towards kind of erasing, you know, the feelings that, we were maybe were lingering from from Indy because that was definitely a race that we felt like you know what we were out here running with the big boys yeah. all day and you right you started you started and finished fourth so you were good both in qualifying and the race yeah and that you know we were able you know we were back as far as kind of eighth or ninth at various points during the race and you know passed our on track passed our way back up you know into the top five and all that kind of stuff so that's uh, I think that was a big confidence boost for everybody and that. That, in the end, I think was the big thing that has allowed us to kind of move on and, and really focus forward on the rest of the season. J.R. Hildebrand joins us. Of course, J.R. drives uh, the Panther Racing Number 4 National Guard machine. Uh, you've had yourself a heck of a rookie year up to this point. I mean, four top tens, two top fives, nearly won the Indy 500. And Toronto, J.R., what is going on with you in qualifying and racing on these road and street courses? I mean, at Toronto, you were plus 14. You started 22nd. You finished 8th. And it's a little bit of a pattern at this point where it seems like the four car is not that great of a qualifier. But, man, you guys get into the race, 
and you're you're making your way through the field. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as far as, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into, you know, sort of a, a good or a bad, you know, qualifying effort. And for sure, that's something that's really frustrating for a lot of us. I mean, you know, my background is in road course racing. My engineer, Dave Cripps, background originally is in road course racing. So we don't feel like there's, as a group, you know, we don't really feel like there's any excuse to, you know, even though we're a one-car team and blah, 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 that we shouldn't be showing you know, a little bit more competitively when it comes to qualifying. Um, you know, we've we've made, in Toronto specifically, we've made a lot of changes uh, and done a lot of, you know, sort of re- research of, you know, however you want to look at it, into what we can be doing to improve our road course package since the beginning of the season, since those first four races. Um, and we debuted some things that are just new to us as a team in Toronto to try to you know, get that back on track or get it on track, you know, to where we think it kind of should be. Um, and we definitely made some big strides at that and just didn't really nail it, you know, at any point through practice. You know, we rolled out actually in the first practice and we're pretty good. And then right. it just took us too long to kind of get things sorted out. Um, so that's certainly something that we're hoping will change, you know, in the next few races here. J.R. Hildebrand joins us this week on IndyCar Weekly as we prepare for Edmonton. Uh, you you have uh, raced at Edmonton before, but of course we all go to Edmonton this weekend watching a new event. This is a, a basically clean sheet, Jr. I mean they did reuse uh, for turns six, seven, eight, nine, and ten at Edmonton. You're right. on part of this you know, the same layout you were, but this is a radically different race course from what you had raced on before in lights at this track. Yeah, absolutely. Do you uh, like it? Do you like the new layout? It, you know, with tracks like this, it's really hard to tell until you get there. Um, you know, I mean, the track definitely, uh, it has a lot more straightaways into slow corners or into and out of, you know, this, you know particularly slow corners. So I think it's going to be a slower track. For, you know, Edmonton always used to stand out as one of the tracks that had, you know, sort of the high G, high load, high speed corners without a lot of straightaways. It was actually the the track on the schedule that had the, had the fewest amount, uh, you know, fewest areas where the car is actually going in a straight line. Um, but that's, you know, that's going to change for this year. So it kind of changes the whole, you know, at least as it would look, you know, on paper, it changes the whole kind of look and feel of the place. Yeah. Um, but that, that's not to say that we haven't ended up with a really, you know, good racetrack. It looks like, JR, like practice on Friday and possibly qualifying on Saturday could be in the wet. Good for you, bad for you? Um, you know, I don't know. We we fared pretty well in the wet at uh, at Brazil, you know. I mean, that was definitely, I think, one of the things that we were excited about, you know, as a team, that when, when the rain started coming down, you know, we started going forward. So, um, you know, we'll see. I think that that's, that's definitely a tough gig. And on the temporary circuits, it's even, it's even tougher because even if you just get one session, of dry running in, that's way more rubber on the ground than would have been there had, you know, you not run at all. You right. Know, so every session is, you know, changing, you know, quite a bit. But, um, you know, I certainly wouldn't look at it as a disadvantage for us. Jerry Hildebrand uh, with us. Uh, he is the driver uh, from California, making his debut in the Eyeside IndyCar Series this season after winning the Firestone Indy Lights Championships, uh, uh, championship, rather, a couple of years ago. You had the, the nickname Captain America that uh, followed you around everywhere when uh, you were running lights. We don't hear it quite as much, but with the movie coming out, Jr., I'm assuming that Captain America, we, we should see him reappear on your car at some point soon. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it definitely, it definitely still, uh, you know, is is kind of a, a running joke in in a lot of places, and you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, I, I mean, as I've always said, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just excited to, you know, especially running for this team, you know, Panther Racing, with the history that it has, just as an American you know, sort of organization here in Indianapolis, but you know, have the National Guard sponsorship that. Uh, you know, you gotta gotta be careful getting too gimmicky with all that because it's a you know it's a pretty it's a pretty serious deal. It and, sure is. Uh, yeah. You know, we definitely we definitely look at it like that. So um, you know, but as you say, you know, it's it'll it'll, it'll be hard to avoid when I, the, when the movie comes out. I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, lastly, Jr. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know you would have rather won the Indianapolis 500 yeah. as opposed to finishing second, but. Uh, was this a life lesson or a career lesson that is going to, in the end, be worth far more to you than perhaps that victory? If you, you wind know, up, I mean, if you wind up winning the 500 a little bit later, is this going to be one of those things you look back on and say that really changed me for the better? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know, in some ways, the way that the whole thing worked out sort of reinforces you know what you already think about you know how how you you know do things how you handle situations or whatever and then you know, there's obviously a lot of ways that you know I'm taking things away from this that I'm learning from and still learning from in terms of you know the effects of, of what happened and, and what I can do in the race car so um, you know I mean obviously as, as you kind of noted you know, the, the idea would be that if I you know if when whatever I do you know get back to Indy and and win a thing then it all you know I think it all kind of makes sense yeah you know you you forget about it a little bit and you definitely look at it as a learning you know learning lesson at that stage but um, you know it, it's if nothing else um, you know it drives me and it drives us you know even harder to get back there and and be able to you know improve on where we were at this year how long did it take before you could watch the replay I mean, well, I, you know, it's kind of going back to the same thing before. You know, I was I was watching it, you know, on Sports Center, you know, 24 hours. It was hard to miss for a couple of days afterwards. Yeah. So, well, I'm just wondering uh, if you sat back like at your at your place and watched the whole race, maybe by yourself or something like that, just to take, you know, kind of, you know, observe the entire thing and take it all in. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely watched it, and, uh, you know, I think the thing that, that I definitely try to remind myself of is, you know, you, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of in-car cameras, there's a lot of all this kind of stuff that can sort of put you back in the seat, but in the end, you know, it's always a little bit different than how, you know, than your real viewpoint as the driver sure. in terms of what's going on, and so I think that's been something that uh, the more that I watch it, the more I feel like I need to remind myself, you know, well... Yeah, there was this whole thing kind of went down, and this is how it looked from the outside and all this kind of stuff. But you know, let's not forget what was going on inside the cockpit, and you know, kind of what you can learn from that going forward. So you know, it's it's definitely been a learning experience from that perspective for sure. Well, you, you handled yourself with uh, a, a great deal of uh, of class and dignity, and I think it it's been well noted, and and I hope a lot of young drivers in the end, look back at, at that day and maybe say, well, if anything like that ever happens to me, I, I want to handle it just like he did. Well, look, Jr. Um, look forward to watching you race this weekend at, at Edmonton. I know you've been good at that track before, but like we said, it's completely different. And uh, uh, from, what I, from what I understand, weather could be a bit challenging, but I know you guys will be ready for it. Thanks for taking time and uh, safe travels to Edmonton. 
Thanks very much, Mike. Okay, that is J.R. Hildebrand looking to to win the rookie championship this year. But like you said, man, they're they're concentrating on putting that National Guard car in the top five. It could happen this weekend at City Center Airport in Edmonton. Back with more IndyCar Weekly right after this. Now you can bring back your favorite memories of the Indy 500 with the IMS Radio Network. Here's the checkered flag for Jim Rathman, the winner of the 44th Annual 500-Mile Race. Just a few tenths of a second. Go to IndianapolisMotorspeedway.com to purchase copies of classic Indy 500 broadcasts. And Elio Castro Neves climbs the fence in the front straight. Johnny Rutherford wins the 1980 Indianapolis 500. IndianapolisMotorspeedway.com. Labor Day weekend, September 2nd through the 4th. It's a festival of speed with the IZOD IndyCar Series and the American Le Mans Series. The inaugural Baltimore Grand Prix. The streets of Baltimore will roar to life at 180 miles per hour. A weekend packed with excitement. Labor Day weekend, September 2nd through the 4th. The IZOD IndyCar Series. The American Le Mans Series. On the streets of Baltimore. Get your tickets at BaltimoreGrandPrix.com. 100 years of Firestone Racing. It's a legacy that began way back in 1911 when Ray Haroon and his Firestone Tires won the very first Indianapolis 500. And while so many things have changed over the years, one thing remains the same. The passion that drove us then continues to drive us today because even after a century, there really is no finish line. Firestone, celebrating 100 years of racing. This is 2008 IZOD IndyCar Series champion Scott Dixon. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. Attention business owners and individuals who owe the IRS. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? You need aggressive representation. Call Certified Tax Now and speak to one of our tax attorneys, enrolled agents, or tax professionals who specialize in tax liens, back taxes, tax debt, wage garnishment, and collections. We won't waste a minute helping you with your tax problems. We'll be on the phone with the IRS within 30 minutes of you becoming a client. We've settled millions of dollars of tax issues for a fraction of the cost. Find the peace of mind knowing the IRS will not be knocked on your door. Protect your home, business, and family today. We know the tax laws, and we act fast. Call today for your free, no-obligation consultation. We'll be on the phone with the IRS within 30 minutes of you becoming a client. That's guaranteed. Call now, 1-800-581-8502. That's 1-800-581-8502. Not all cases are typical, and some may not qualify. The consultation is free, and so is the call, so call now. 1-800-581-8502. That's 1-800-581-8502. I'm Alex Tagliani, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. Battle for third as Dario Franchini tries to work on the 12 car of Will Power as we watch Elio Castroneves off of 14 for the final time and for the second time this season. Elio Castroneves is a winner in the IZOD IndyCar Series, finishing just in front of Scott Dixon by about 10 car lengths. Will Power winds up third. Dario Franchini is fourth. Ryan Briscoe comes back to fifth. Now we're being shown on time and in scoring Dixon. Being shown in front of Elio, but I believe Elio's name's him. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. For whatever reason, Elio Castro Neves yeah, right. was not timed for a lap. Did they penalize him for that block on Will Power? And they're giving Scott Dixon yep. the thumbs up. Dixon going is by. getting the win. Scott- Elio was Elio was penalized for blocking. 
Welcome back. It's IndyCar Weekly. Well, if you were with us uh, for the broadcast from Edmonton in 2010, uh, you might have been one of, of many fans uh, outraged by the decision by race control to penalize Elio Castroneves. Of course, uh, after the race, Elio was outraged by the decision and uh, made his feelings well-known. Brian Barnhart, uh, who is the president of competition for the IndyCar Series, spelled out the rules after the fact. It was spelled out, I guess, in the driver's meeting beforehand. But nonetheless, a lot of people felt like uh, Elio really... Uh, got shortchanged uh, at Edmonton last year. And to be completely honest, if you look back at the way the season played out, that decision to take the win away from Elio Castroneves because of blocking probably cost him a chance to contend for the championship uh, in the end. Uh, we have Elio Castroneves joining us. And Elio, uh, it's been a year now. It's been a year, pal. Is it any easier to listen to that uh, and and know what the ramifications of that call were? It's been a year, and my uh, my opinion did not change at all. In fact, it's just increased even more after what I've been looking this year. Uh, you know, and uh, it's been kind of like, a, come on, this is a joke. But uh, you know, it, it's uh, certainly. Um, uh, um, it, it coming back to Edmonton, I know it's going to bring memories, and I, I think special for the local fans, you know, um, uh, people joking around that I'm going to defend my race win from last year, yeah. which I feel like it, you know, no no doubt about it, but uh, official, it's not what's going to happen, but uh, it does bring a little a little memory, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't have done anything, anything different. You really need something good to happen this weekend, don't you? I do, Mike. I mean, uh, certainly this weekend. I mean, this season has been very tough, but uh, it's not—it's nothing that you can do anymore in terms of uh, uh, um, preparation. You know, uh, we certainly think uh, Tanks has been doing a hell of a job, but uh, I do believe the competition increased quite a lot, and that probably caught us a little bit of surprise. Um, and uh, we were doing a phenomenal job, especially in the qualifying. I think. In the road course, kind of start in the front a little bit better, and uh, that's what it's been hurting us. Uh, the tires that Firestone brought this year, it's been a little bit different than I'm used to. Uh, you know, it's uh, we always been very tough on the on the black tires, and then when you go into the red, it's great. But last weekend in Toronto, it was the opposite. With our cars were really good in the black tires, and all of a sudden we go to the red, it's like not good. So it's a very inconsistent uh, and. Uh, so once we think we're in a good direction, then it changed all of a sudden. But uh, we hope for Edmonton. Uh, um, you know, I understand the track changed, the layout tra- changed, so that means it's going to be new for everybody. So uh, hopefully with experience we can be, uh, be able to uh, put something there and, um, and defend the, the race and win from, from last year. <laughs> it, it's, it's hard to believe, Elio, that you cut tires down on back-to-back races where, where you were in contention to win those events. Very strange. Um, I even had something on Twitter saying, like, it might be something with the wheel. (laughs) We wish, because unfortunately it's just my car, and the wheels are the same for everyone. So it's not that case. It's just uh, misfortunate. You know, uh, you're trying to be careful. You're trying to take care of it. But even that, uh, um, it wasn't meant to be. So um, we can't lose the faith. We can't lose the fight. We just got to keep fighting, keep strong, keep getting there, you know, keeping trying to get ourselves in a better position. And uh, uh, Toronto, unfortunately, we were in the top 11 or something like that, and uh, it was a shame because I saw Tagliani, and I was like, okay, now I'm going to make a pass. Uh, he 
unfortunately, that track is very difficult. We could avoid it uh, uh, in you know, circumstances like that. But in the same, in the end of the day, I was the one forcing uh, uh, overtaking, and we ended up taking both of us out of the race. Well, actually, just myself. But uh, and that's that happens. Just little things like that that you like. In the past, we were able to get away with it, but this year, it's not been able to. Elio, it was announced at Toronto that, that Tim Sendrick was moving off of your pit box and uh, moving away from the, the three-car as your strategist, at least for the short term, and going to work with Will's car. And, and John Erickson, who you had worked with in sports cars at Penske, was going to, to be on, on, on your box calling your race strategy. How did that go, number one, and how strange is it not to be listening to Sendrick in your ear after nearly 200 races? It went really well. Uh, um, to be honest, uh, that decision with Cindric, he did call me, and uh, because I'm in the team long enough, I understand, obviously, the situation. We got we had some issues with the group number 12 in the pits, not only this year, but the year before. So it's not something that people, when they when they watch racing, like, oh, come on, that wasn't nobody's fault. Well, we're not saying anything it's just that we're just trying to present uh something for 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 the future and having Cindric, you know being the president of the team i gotta understand that because he's not only my friend but he's the president of the team and uh, not only my strategy you gotta make some decisions and uh i totally understand i i i i give the 100 percent to go over there and and, and help out will because he does have the, a much better chance than all of the other drivers and uh, Penske drivers to win the championship. So, giving that opportunity is great. You know, uh, uh, I'm, I wanna, I'm pulling for him as well. I gotta do a lot of miracles here to, if I wanna be in the Challengers Championship. But I certainly know that we uh, uh, is capable to do it. So, give him an opportunity for that. Uh, um, and John is a great guy, man. John is really cool. Uh, we, we didn't have any issues with the English, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was giving the right information, and unfortunately, like I said, it wasn't good, uh, a good. Uh, uh, beginning for uh, for John, you know that race. But uh, hopefully, in Edmonton, we're going to be much better. Now you will have John Erickson once again, and and Cindric will remain with the 12 car for this weekend as well. That is correct. Yeah. What do you think of the new layout at Edmonton? I think the speed is going to be much slower than what it used to be in uh, in the past year. I do believe there was one good and benefit. Uh, straight away, which is almost as long, almost uh, uh, as long as Brazil is actually closed, uh, which is going to create a great opportunity for drafting. And with drafting, you're going to make overtakes. Um, and, and a very hard hairpin. I think there is only three corners right now that it's going to be made in first year. That shows that it's a slow, slow, slow pace we're going to have. Um, and um, I'm not sure about. It's, it looks like they made it really straight instead of be like uh, last year, you know, when people could be like five, six wide if they want. Right. Now I don't think it's going to be that situation. So uh, all this change is, I believe, it's to make the fans, you know, uh, they can see the whole entire track, they can uh, enjoy it, and uh, and uh, and I think we'll, it's got to be the surface. you got to find out what the surface is going to be, which is not much different from the past, but... Uh, uh, those changes, I think, is going to slow down the pace, and it might it might create opportunities for passing, but we got to be careful with that. 
Another minute or so with Elio Castroneves, the three-time Indy 500 winner who will be running, of course, this weekend at Edmonton. IZOD IndyCar Series action, the Edmonton Indy. And Elio, I was talking to J.R. Hildebrand a little bit earlier in the show about the, it looks like the you know weather could be an issue Saturday during qualifying. Uh, qualifying could be in the wet on, on Saturday. What do you What do you think about that? Well, the way my qualifying is going, <laughs> it might be a good thing, you know. Um, you know, it's it's not a problem. I uh, I feel that um, we have a good setup uh, in in the dry and also in the wet. I actually, in a long time, a lot of people do, do they not they not drive in the wet. If I'm not mistaken, it's Toronto last year, so it's been a year when we have like a session like that on the wet. And um, but, oh, actually, Brazil, I'm sorry. Brazil yeah. this year was the race. And we actually raced pretty good, pretty decent. So um, I feel that um, if you go like that, we have a good chance to be in front. Is this the weekend, Elio, that, that, that Team Penske, maybe collectively all three cars put it all together? Because that really hasn't happened yet this year. Yes, uh, certainly you're right. It's been closed in the past. Maybe not so much this year, but um, it, it might be. It's possible. I mean, in Edmonton, uh, we always been very well. We have first, second there. Uh, uh, we run close to each other, and, and, and first, second, and fourth, I think. And last year, I mean, we had a first and second, but you know what right. happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, again, um, we 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 can uh, certainly we can. Hopefully, the hopefully it will mean to be. Elio, we look forward to watching you race this weekend at City Center Airport in Edmonton. And uh, remember, remember, you you, you got to uh, if you're leading the race, you, you got to give up that inside line. <laughs> That's brutal, man. I know you it. I, do that. Well, you you know, if we weren't friends, I probably would have never done that. But I hear. It, no, trust me. I uh, I uh, I have Charles riding my pits uh, yeah. this year, so. Uh, <laughs> So people understand understand that we're not fighting. Yeah. You know, we're just we're good friends, very good friends. We're just gonna make sure that uh, uh, if I have any problem, I go straight talk to him. I don't need to talk to anybody else. Yep. And he will you get the message and pass the pass on. So, uh, but thanks again, my guys. Doing a great job as always every weekend. So uh, I wish you the best, everyone there. Too. Yeah. Hey, Elio, thanks so much, and uh, we will see you this weekend in Edmonton. All the best. Danica Patrick, IndyCar race winner. In the IndyCar series, drivers put complete trust in their cars. I put my trust in Peak Performance Motor Oil, formulated to protect against thermal breakdown, and Peak is tough enough to be the official motor oil of the IndyCar series. Whether you cover 200 miles in an hour, or it takes an hour just to get to work, you can count on Peak. When you peak, you win. Available at Advance Auto Parts. Congratulations on landing the job. I'm really excited for you. Thanks. How's your search going? Job market's tight. I mean, I can barely get an interview. And I've got student loans to deal with. You're lucky, you know. The National Guard paid your loans off. Luck. The Guard was a smart decision, one you can still make. The National Guard Student Loan Repayment Program can pay up to $50,000 of your existing student loans. Get the details at NationalGuard.com. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. 
MedCare Diabetic. Hello, I'm a diabetic with insurance. MedCare Diabetic is offering diabetics at no cost a multilingual talking, pain-free test meter. Call, qualify, and receive as a bonus a blood pressure monitor absolutely free. If you have Medicare or insurance, MedCare Diabetic may send both your monitors and test supplies directly to your home at no cost. Insulin and syringes are available as well. Copay and deductibles may apply. Call 800-215-9265. That's 800-215-9265. These days, you can't afford to be wasting time or money, especially in business. That's why I stopped going to the post office and started using Stamps.com. Now, I print real U.S. postage for all my letters and packages using just my computer and printer. And now you can start saving time and money, too. Just go to 27Stamps.com, and you'll get a no-risk four-week trial plus a $100 bonus offer, including free postage at 27Stamps.com. I'm Dario Franchitti, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. Get ready for plenty of action this weekend from Edmonton City Center Airport. Weather could be an issue during Friday's practice sessions and Saturday's peak performance qualifying session as well. Going to be chilly. High temps only forecast to be in the mid to upper 60s. IndyCar Radio broadcast team will be on hand in Edmonton all weekend to provide commentary on all of the practice, qualifying, and race sessions for the IZOD IndyCar Series and Firestone Indy Lights action. Get our complete schedule of all of those broadcasts on IndyCar.com under the Multimedia tab on the homepage. Then just click on Radio Network for all of the broadcast information. My thanks to Elio Castroneves, J.R. Hildebrand, and Stefan Wilson for joining me on this week's show. IndyCar Weekly has been brought to you by Firestone, official tire of IndyCar and the Indianapolis 500. The National Guard, find your path to honor in the Guard. Peak Motor Oil, when you peak, you win. Honda Generators, Henchman Racewear, ShopHonda.com, and by the Indy Racing Experience. I'm Mike King. Hope you'll join us throughout the weekend for live coverage of the Edmonton Indy. Starting live Friday afternoon on IndyCar.com. IndyCar Weekly, a copyrighted feature presentation of the IMS Radio Network. The voice of IndyCar.